Hello there. Thank you for downloading our message. It is our desire you grow in the mastery of the word and the power of the spirit as you listen. Be blessed. Well, today is a fun day actually. Praise Jesus. Now, why are we discussing this? Number one, you must understand what you believe. You must know the foundation of your faith. So it makes you know you are in Christ. It makes you know that know, know the, the, the certainty of salvation. Then it makes you also able to preach. How do you teach a gospel you don't know? So someone says that someone comes and says, um, "Stop lying! Stop sinning! Stop wearing makeup! <laughs> don't wear trousers! Wear your natural hair!" Um, amen. Stop smoking. Now, some, some of those... Now, you have to tell the man first that I'm jumping my message. <laughs> that is not what makes you saved or unsaved. No, you can't. <laughs> okay. So, when you understand the gospel of salvation, it makes you an able witness. It makes you know how simple it is. Christ took off all the hardness, as in all the, all the complexity of everything, and it turned into a very simple, simple way. So I say, um, I got saved 2004, wow. and um, I'm not so old now. What's the wow about? <laughs> now, now, before then, I grew up in church. So, I knew the, the gospel sermon. But 2014, 2004, I accepted it. Amen. So, knowing this gospel makes you able to teach it. It makes you able to win souls for the kingdom. But when we don't know it, we make a huge mess. When you tell the fornicator, Stop fornicating. Now, that is not wrong, but that is not the gospel. Why? The sinner will sin. Amen. Dogs will bark. They must bark. It's like mine, they bark a lot. Yeah. So, you cannot take the bark out of the dog. When you say, Sinner, stop sinning. It's a waste of everyone's time. Your time, the sinner's time, my time, I'm hearing, but you know, just a passerby, you're wasting everybody's time. Amen. Because a sinner will sin. So let's go to the beginning. This today is everlasting gospel. Take from the beginning, we'll drag it to Jesus. Amen. From the beginning. So, Genesis 1. God made the heavens, He made the earth, He made you know, um, all things, He made man. In his image and his likeness, and puts man in garden, a garden, and puts all sorts of lovely things there, lovely fruits and all that. But he told, he told man, everything here, everything, you are free to eat, as in everything. But this one, do not touch. Amen. And he says, he told man. Genesis 17, that the day in which you eat this one, you will surely die. Surely, keyword. <laughs> it's not maybe, maybe not. You will, the day you eat of this one, you will surely die. Certainly die. So Genesis 3, the devil came. And he went to the woman. <laughs> now you understand why everything is woman, woman. Don't wake me up. <laughs> That's a joke, okay? So, the devil went to the woman and told her that if you eat this tree, you will not really die. In fact, you will be like God. So the question is, before now, what was man? Like God. You will be like God. Able to discern good from evil. So, the lady also, okay, this is good. To make me wise. She ate, and as a good wife, give her husband. That's what good wives do. 
whatever they eat, their husbands eat. Yeah, good wife. Love you too. Amen. Whatever they eat, their husbands eat. So you see men say, um, if I got married, I didn't see too much pepper and all that. When they get married, they learn that with pepper. Amen. Good wives do that to their husbands. Glory to God. This is not a sub. Amen. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and next thing, God came down in the cool of the day. You know, cool breeze, cool weather. God stepped out to the garden. And Adam and Eve heard the sound of God's, you know, God's footstep in the garden. And they ran. They felt naked and they ran. And God was like, Where are you guys? Adam, come out and order. And Adam said, we, you know, were naked. So we went to hide. And the question was this. How did you know nakedness? Did you eat of that tree? Now, in Bible terms, nakedness is beyond not wearing clothes. It's glory. So, they had lost the glory. They now knew shame and nakedness. Bible says in Romans 3.23 that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory. Nakedness. Awesome. So, now, when God says you will surely die, they died. Now, spiritual death is not physical death. That is, um, sorry, cameraman, I'm so sorry. <laughs> spiritual death is not physical death. That is loss of life, loss of physical life. When it says you die, it says we're talking about spiritual death, which is a quality of existence. Life without God. A zoeless life. Amen. So, and immediately they, they knew what it meant to be, to be dead spiritually. They knew shame. And they, knew, they knew shame. Glory had left. They knew immediately that something changed. So even before they committed their next sin, or before God came to give them the consequences of their sin, they already knew it first. The glory had departed. So when God says, when they sin, they will surely die. They died. They died. But they did not die physically. They, they died there. A quality of life outside God. Now, God told them, that because of these things, these will be the consequences. Um, in pain, you will give birth. Your husband will bully you, rule over you. That's the word, yeah. So, when we say um, the man is not over a woman, uh, it is not God's first desire. It is the consequence of sin. Amen. So, this, I'm the man, you're the wife. You are just you are exercising sin's consequences. And it makes it worse when you are saved. You are saying, I'm the man, the wife. Come on, we've saved you. Amen. Hallelujah. So, those things were not really punishments. They were consequences. Consequences, not punishment. You will surely die. So the death there was a consequence, not punishment. And the things that followed also, they were consequences. God was showing them what it meant to be without the life of God. And everything becomes a struggle. To give birth, struggle. To, to, to feed, turn off the ground. Even the ground was cursed for man's sake. God did not cost the man. The ground was cursed. So it's why the Bible says that, that creation waits. They are groaning for manifestation of the sons of God. So even creation felt the brunt of man's failure. Amen. So when Adam messed up, he messed us up, messed creation up, messed lion up, messed elephant up, messed, <laughs> messed everything up. Because what happened is this. That before them, man owned the earth. Man, God gave man the earth to rule over. But when he sinned, he sometimes the earth to the devil. And you know, when he comes to the devil, you know how he does it. Amen. Praise God. So, in doing that, man sinned and fell short of God's glory. Praise God. So that's the original sin. And that is Romans 5. Let's go to Romans 5. Romans 5 from verse 12. Romans 5.12. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Romans 5.12. <laughs> also, let's <laughs> can we read together. Therefore, 
just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin, and in this way, death came to all, because all sinned. Pause, please. So, the sin that made all sinned is not because you lied or you stole or you fornicated. The sinner that people are before Christ is an inherited nature. When Adam sinned, all of us sinned together. We co sinned. Yeah. So, it is not lying that makes you a sinner. It is Adam's sin. sin. Being a sinner is not your works. It's a state of being. It's a nature. It's a nature. This is very important. Because as we go on, it is very important. It is not your actions that makes you a sinner. It's Adam's action that made us sinners. So because, before Christ, and because... Um, a dog must bark. A sinner must commit acts of sin. Amen. So when we get to heaven, thank Adam. Thank you very much, sir. You did a great job. <laughs> awesome. 13. For before the law was given, sin was in the world. Even before there was a law saying, do not steal. Sin was already in, in the world through Adam's sin. Amen. But sin is not taken into account where there is no law. So, I don't know what's right or wrong. You can't tell me what I'm doing is a sin. So, for example, um, imagine, imagine God does not say that pain on the road is a sin. So, you keep pain on the road because there is no, even though we know now, we know it doesn't make any sense. We know it is wrong. But there's no law that says, do not pee on the road. So, government cannot, cannot charge me to court because they didn't tell me that peeing on the road is wrong, even though it is wrong. So, I could not be charged for sin because there was no law to charge us to sin. Amen. Please go on. 14. Nevertheless, even though, even though there was no sin imputed to man, death was there. The sin nature, death was there. So, death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses and even to those who did not sin by breaking a command. So, the death he took from Adam reigned to everybody. Yeah. As did Adam, who was a pattern of the one to come. Please move on. Okay, we'll come back to this. Let's pause it there. Awesome. So, when Adam sinned, all sinned. And all fell short of God's glory in Adam. So, my father smokes. It not makes me a sinner. Amen. It is the nature that makes him a sinner. Awesome. So, why the law? Why the law? Now, because God called the people to himself. And had to, to give them ways to regulate their lives. I have to give them a way to regulate their actions. So he gave, gave us the law to regulate behavior. Number one. So the law was given through Moses. Up until when Christ would come. So the law was given, of course, John 17. The law came through Moses. Now, the law was given, the law is good and holy, right? Romans 7, 12 to 14 says, the law itself is not a bad thing. The law is good. Joy is twenty to be yawning now. My message is good. <laughs> I love you too. The law came through Moses. The law is only and good. So the law had no issue. Right? The purpose of the law was to regulate behavior until Christ will come. Galatians 3.19. Galatians 3.19. Galatians 3.19. What then was the purpose of the law? Are we, are we ready together? It was added because of transgressions until the seed to whom the promise referred to would come. The law was put into effect through please go on, through angels by mediator. So it was given because of transgressions to, 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 to make people know that what you are doing is wrong. Romans 7 says, Romans 7 from, I think it was from verse 7 says, how would I have, from verse 7, how would I have known that it was wrong to convert my neighbors? <laughs> you are stealing my sweet, my presence. How would I have known it was wrong to convert my neighbors' party? If, if, if the Lord not says, 
do not covet. So the law came to show man what was right and what was wrong. Amen. So imagine that God did not give Israel the law. So they have been living like barbarians, like Gentiles. Now, now, now those people lived then. Have you seen those things, those 300? Spartacus. Thank you. Now, can you imagine how they lived their lives then? Should, should, I, should I describe it? Now, that was the way Israel would have lived by nature without the law. They just did anything they wanted to do. Amen. Anything they wanted, they did. In fact, the more, the more powerful you were, the more evil you could commit. Yeah. Awesome. So, God gave Israel the law to guide behavior. The law was not the real thing. The law was the shadow of things to come. The real thing, the substance, is Christ. Amen. That's in Hebrews 10.1 and Colossians 2.17. Now, the way the law worked, if you broke one law, you are guilty of everything. So you can't say, I don't fornicate, I only lie. The law says that if you break one, you have broken everything. So, if you want to live under the law, you have to keep every single detail, including, let's say this one, when to wash your genitals. So you can't say, I didn't even lie, but I did not wash up. <laughs> the law demanded that every single detail be kept. Praise God. That's in Galatians 3.12. Galatians 3.12. Let's do this. Galatians 3.12. Romans 10.5. James 2.10. The law is not based on faith. On the contrary, the man who does these things will live by them. Will live by doing them. Will live by continuously doing them. Romans um, 10.5. Moses describes in, in this way righteousness that comes from the law. The man who does these things will what? Live by them. James 2.10. For, for what keeps the whole law? Look at this. And yet stumbles at just one point. Is guilty of breaking all of it. That's gangster. <laughs> Praise God. So, the law came with a curse for anyone that fails to keep the law. Galatians 3.13 and Deuteronomy 27.26. The law came with a curse. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. So the law had a curse as a clause. You know how laws come? If you don't do this, this will happen. So the law came with a curse as a rhyme. So came with a clause, with a curse as a clause. Again. So you can feel me, very, can feel me well. The law came with a curse. As a cloth. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Bena. <laughs> Amen. Next one, Deuteronomy 27 26. Deuteronomy 27 26. Cost is the man who does not uphold the words of this law by carrying them out. Look at this. Then all the people shall say, Amen, Amen to this. Amen. Awesome. The law came to show man his sin. The law itself could not save anybody. Okay? The law shows us the need for a savior. Because the law could not save. So there's a need for a savior to come to save us from our sins. The law, this is interesting. First Timothy 1, 8 to 11. First Timothy 1, 8 to 11. We know that the law is good if one uses it properly. Please go on. We also know that the law is not made for the righteous. Again, <laughs> we know that the law is not made for the righteous. Say it as if this Bible is you are reading. 
we know that the law is not made for the righteous. But for who? Lawbreakers and rebels, the ungodly and sinful, the unholy and irreligious. When you say you're not religious, be careful now. <laughs> for those who kill their fathers or mothers, please go. For murderers. Amen. So, if you want to be the law, Bible says that this is what this is what the law is for. For people with the sin nature, to show them what they are doing is right or wrong. So, the law is not for you. Amen. The law is not for you. Even more interesting, the law was given to the Jews, not the Gentiles. They did not put your name there. Amen. So the law, they didn't, they didn't factor you in at all in the law. You are not planned. In fact, by the law, you are an outsider. By the law, you don't belong. By the law, if you call Yahweh, they will throw you to death. So it's why, after Christ came and left, the Jews persecuted the church for preaching Jesus, Yahweh, to Gentiles. How could you take our Yahweh, our Yahweh, and give him to Gentiles? Because by the law, we were outsiders, so the law is not for us. Amen. Awesome. So, the law itself was good. Right? But man could not keep the law. Romans 7. From verse 7. This is interesting. From verse 7. Romans 7 7. When those people answer me, Romans 7 7. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Romans 7 7. Do you not know, brothers? For I am. Okay, seven. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? Certainly not. Indeed, I would not have known what sin was, except through the law. I would have known what coveting was, what really was, if the law did not say, do not covet. Verse 8. But sin, since the opportunity offered by the law, produced in me every question desire, for apart from the law, sin was dead. So sin... Use the law. The law itself was good. But sin worked in man without Christ to produce more sin. You know when they say um, in this freezer there is you know, there are apples, oranges, chocolate, bananas, salad. Don't take every, don't, you can take every one, but don't touch the chocolate. That's the spirit. Yeah. So sin took hold of the law to make you do what they say do not do. So you will see a married man with a well slain wife. Glory to God. He slays well. Awesome. Now, you see that man now wants the girl outside. Or the ourselves, even worse. Yes. Why? Sin takes advantage of the law to produce in you that one thing they said you should not do. Amen. Awesome. Let's go on. For apart from the law, sin was dead. Now, for a part of the law, sin was not put in anybody's account. So sin was not was not was not sinful. That English, you'll be fine. <laughs> please go. <laughs> go. Once I was alive apart from the law, uh, please go on, I'm going somewhere. Please go on. Please go on. Yes. So then, the law is holy, and the commandment is holy, righteous and good. The law itself had no issue. Right? Please go on. That which is good, then become death unto me. By no means. But in order that sin, that sin might be as sin, it produced death in me through what was good. Go on. So that truth might of sin, sin might become utterly sinful. So, please go on. I'm, I'm going somewhere. 
This is what I'm going to. Verse 14. We know that the law is spiritual. This is for man under the law without Christ. Again, man under the law without Christ. We know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. This is not Paul talking about himself. Let's have sense, please. This is, yes, this is Paul talking in, in a third person. Right? Look at this, because it's actually simple English. But I am unspiritual. That is not a believer's story. Abi? It's common sense, right? Let's agree now. Let's agree together. It's clear enough. Sold as a slave to sin. So this is the story of the unsaved man. So the law is good on its own. But the unsaved man is sold as a slave to sin. So because the the unsaved man is sin by design, is sin by nature, he could not not meet the demands of the law. He must sin. Please go on. Says, I don't get what I do. What I want to do, I don't do. But what I hate, I do. Why? Sin by nature. Please go on. And if I do what I don't want to do, I agree that the law itself is good. So I have a witness that the law is good, but sin in the sinful man produces sinful works. So that's why the law was limited in what the law could do. The law could not cure the sin nature. The law could not give life. Even though the law itself was good, the law could not give life. And you needed life, a new life, to conquer death nature, sinful nature. Awesome. So, Bible says, Galatians 3, 22, that the law could not impart life. Galatians 3, 22. The law cannot give life. And that going by the law, when they break one, they've broken everything. Yeah. Yeah, if you're missing students. Amen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Amen. Didn't they save you? Yes. Glory to God. So, the law is spiritual. But man, I need help, please. Man is unspiritual without Christ. So, meaning that man could not keep the law. I don't see my mouth. Hallelujah. Better. You must still. <laughs> Glory to God. Yeah. So, that was what limited the law. Amen. Don't forget that the law was given to sinful man. Amen. So, sinful man, being sinful man, could not keep the law. So, there had to be another way. Verse 21. Romans 7, 21. Romans 7, 21. So, there had to be an alternative. There needed to be a savior. Because the law could not do the job. Amen. Galatians 7.20 Romans 7.21 Romans 7.21 So we must know this very clearly. As the Bible says in Romans 3.20 that by works of the law no one will be declared righteous. By works of the law no one will be declared righteous. So I find this law at work when I want to do good, this is for the sinful man. So even when I try to do good, evil is right there with me. That's so sad. Even when he tries so hard to do right, he tries, even, even fast. So why fasting is... Amen. <laughs> for in my inner being, in his mind, I delight in God's law. As in this place, it's not, it's not bad. Do you get Look at God. But I see another law at work in my members, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work in my members. Please go on. What a wretched man I am. Again, unbelievers, not us. We are not wretched. We are glorified. Amen. Who will rescue me from this body of death? Please go on. Thanks be unto God. The solution that through Christ Jesus. So then, 
see, please just stop this killing here. Okay? This is taking them back to the, the discussion. This is saying that Christ solves the problem. Amen. Am I communicating clearly? So he says, so then, I myself in my mind, I'm a slave to God's law, but in a sinful nature, slave to the law of sin. So sinful man must sin. Dogs must bark. Glory, glory to God. Romans 8. 8 verse 1. The solution is Christ. Romans 8 verse 1. Get you a mark, people. Therefore, because thanks be unto God, through Christ Jesus our Lord, there is therefore now no condemnation. You are not condemned to sin. For those who are in Christ Jesus, Christ provided the way out of the sinful nature. So, let me jump forward a bit and come back. So when we say that, that because we live in the body that we will still sin. It is right and it is wrong. Why? Romans 8 says, Christ came to condemn sin in the flesh so that man in the flesh can bully sin, can say no to sin. It's why he didn't come in a spirit body. He came in the, to show what man in the flesh, born of the spirit, can be. He came to show us what it was like to have the divine nature. So that whatever Christ was, you are right now, even much more. So, so he says, he says, someone says, John, he says, he didn't say as he was, he says, as he is right now, as he is glorified in heaven, so are we in this world. So when the Bible says in, 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 in Epistles, don't lie. Don't steal. It's because it is possible not to lie and steal. Amen. God won't tell you to do what you cannot do. Again, God won't tell you to do what he has not empowered you to do. So, it is possible to live a sinless life. Very possible. Now, what you know is possible, they begin to understand that this, this, this is my future. Uh-huh. Do you get when you say it's not possible? You are cutting it off. So you now begin to excuse your sin. Uh, I'm a man. Uh, 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 do you get my point here? So don't excuse sin. It is very possible not to sin. Please, let's tell Nigerians. It is very possible. That's why we have so many Christians, but so much corruption because we don't know it is possible not to sin. When you know these things, when you know, they begin to look forward to your growth to a point when sin fully and for purposes dies in your character. If Christ did it, you also can do it. Amen. So, because by the law, the price for sin is death, someone had to die. Now, before in the law, the blood of bulls and calves yeah, was used to atone for sin. But animal did not commit sin. Man did. So the death of animals could not solve the same problem. Amen. Sinful man's death could not solve the same problem. Because if a sinful man dies, he's paying for his own sin. Amen. I guess my point here. So that would be someone that had not sinned. Like I'm paid because he is guiltless. I get my point. So Christ had to come born of a woman without a man to skip the sin nature. Christ skipped it by being born of the Spirit. So that's why also we are born again. We are born of the Spirit. We have skipped the sin nature. Amen. So it has to be a sinless man. So Christ had to come sinless without any sin to his record. So that he could now on the cross take upon you, take upon him my sins and your sin. So took on the same nature. He says, My God, my God, why have you left me? He experienced the death. 
the glory left. Why have you left me? So, he died spiritually. Then died physically. So pay for your sin, my sin. And in paying for the sin, our sins, you know, he took, he took the, 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 the price, the penalty, and put it in my account. And says, I paid for you. When I died, you died. Glory to God. So when he died, I died also. That's Romans 6.24. Yeah, when he died, Romans 6.24, just put it on the screen. When he died, I died. When he was buried, I was also co-buried with him. When he rose up to life, by the life of the Father, so also I was risen up with Christ. So, the, the believer is dead to sin. We died to sin in Christ. So your sin nature, you don't have it, is dead. Awesome. So, he came as God incarnate. Son of God. According to the Spirit. Born of a virgin. By the power of the Holy Ghost. He lived a sinless life. As for natural ministry. He suffered and was crucified, dying a shameless death on the cross. He was then buried, and after three years, came back up by the life of the Father, by the Spirit of God. Amen. He was resurrected, was seen by many. He ascended on high. Amen. Then gave us the Holy Ghost. That's the gospel. That's the gospel. That Jesus Christ paid the price for your sin. First Corinthians 15, Corinthians 15 from verse 1 to 6. Let's read it together. First Corinthians 15, 1 to 6. This is amazing grace. This is unfailing love. <laughs> That's the fun. You have to try. First Corinthians 15, 1 to 6. Interlude. Say hi to your neighbor. Hi. You're never saying hi again. Okay, awesome. Now, brothers, I want to remind you of the, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received, and which you have taken your stand. Please go on. By this gospel, you are saved. If you hold firmly to the word I preach to you, otherwise you have believed in, so you can believe in vain. So when you stop holding on to it, you can, believe, you can give it out. You can. Salvation is a gift. You can get the gift. You can say tomorrow, take your gift, I, I don't want the gift anymore. Yes. So you can believe in vain, but that's not the point here. Okay? For what I received, I passed on to you. As of first importance, as of utmost importance, Christ died for our sins according to the scripture. Why? The law was a legal document. There had to be, that's someone had to pay the price. You cannot just cancel sin and say sin has cancelled. No. Someone had to pay legally. God is just and righteous. You can't just say sin forgiven. No. Somebody had to pay. So Christ died for our sin according to the scripture. He paid for it. Amen. Yes, go on. And that he was buried. And that was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. Please go on. And that he appeared to Peter and then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to our 500 people and all that. Amen. That's the idea. So this is the gospel that Christ paid for your sins. So you tell the sinner, this is the gospel. Christ has paid the price for you. That's the gospel. So it's not stop sinning. It's that Christ has paid for your sins and has given you eternal life. Just accept it. Amen. So when you tell a sinner, stop sinning, you are confused because he cannot stop sinning. He knows he has tried. They've all tried to stop sinning. They've all tried. But he cannot stop sinning. Why do you tell him that Christ has paid for your sins and has given you a new nature? Just say yes and accept it. Do you get it? So we don't do to become. We become to do. I am, so I do. So until I am, I cannot do. If I try to do, I cannot be. I am first. 
then I can try to be a dog to bark. You hear my point here? So, we're not telling, we're saying be first, accept Christ, then you can be, then you can do as a saint. So, be a saint first in Christ. So, the same way, we did not sin to become sinners. So also, we don't act like to become saints. We are giving saints. We are giving saints. We are giving. It's a free gift of God. So even right now, if you are in Christ, with all your mistakes, God calls you a saint. First Corinthians one. First Corinthians one. First Corinthians one. Please quickly. First Corinthians one. Thank you, Lord Jesus. First Corinthians one. Look at this. Paul. Called an apostle by Christ Jesus, by the of God, and our brothers, so stand this way. So the church of God in Corinth, to, to those who are sanctified. Amen. This Christian church were very poorly behaved, though. Christian church, they were poorly behaved. But he says they are sanctified. Because it's a free gift. It's not what you do, it's a gift of God. Amen. So you know I'm sanctified. You begin to live sanctified. You have to know it. That I've been washed clean. If you don't know, you will not be able. If you know, now this is who I am. Think, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm washed. I'm clean. There's no sin in me. Then you can begin to live like who you are. You be, then you do. Give me, a, give me, you know, I'm, I'm five version. I'm five I'm five version. I'm five version. Do you have it? Yes. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are we getting blessed? Are we learning? Awesome. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Verse 2. Verse 2. Plenty of time today. Just be having fun. <laughs> Look at this. So the church assembly of God in Corinth, to those, who, to those consecrated, look at this. You are consecrated. You are purified. Please, honestly at the back. Please, honestly at the back. Amen. Are we all here, please? This is important. Okay? Amen. Those consecrated, you and I. Those purified, you and I. You are, you are consecrated. You are purified. You are made only in Christ. See, this is who you are right now, not who you will be. It's who you are right now. It says, who are selected and called to be saints. With or without doing anything is a free gift of God. So I'm a saint. Even when I lie, even though I cannot lie, when I lie, I'm still, because it's a free gift. When I know who I am, I can begin to live like who I am. So, sin has no power over a saint. Only the power the saint gives the sin. When you call it, I'm a man, just, just, I'm just a man. I have blood flowing in my veins. You have the spirit of God. The life you live, you live by faith. In Christ, the life of God is what flows in you. Not just human blood. You have Zoe, the God life, the sinless, stainless life flowing in you. So, yes, you can live without sin. First Corinthians 6 on verse 9. No, it needs to be a saint, to be sacrificed. It just means that he has called himself. He has made you special. He has made you separate from the world. You know how in the Old Testament, they will sprinkle blood on cups and vessels and say they are sanctified vessels. That don't touch it. This is sanctified. So also, you have been sanctified for God alone. You have been, you have been brought near to God. You have, you have been separated from the world and brought near to Christ for only the use of Christ. So your vessel, your body is Christ and Christ alone. You have been called from the world. Now you belong to Christ. So your entire life, your entire makeup is for Christ and Christ alone. So your body is not for sin. Your body is a sanctified vessel for Christ and Christ alone. When you know this, you need to talk like it and live like it. I am sanctified. 
I am for Christ and Christ alone. My body has been sanctified for Christ and Christ alone. That's question 6. Yes, nine. Do you not know that the wicked will not inherit God's kingdom? Don't be deceived, please. Important. Neither is sexually immoral. No adulterers, no, no adulterers, no prostitutes. Please go on. Hey, look at that. It says male prostitutes. That's interesting. Male prostitutes. Just on the lines. <laughs> oh, JV. <laughs> no. Awesome. Not thieves, not the greedy. Not drunkards, not slanderers. Not swindlers. We inherit God's kingdom. Please go on. And this is what some of you wear. You did those things. This is what you wear. Look at this. But, 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 you were washed. Kaya shouting. You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of Lord Jesus Christ and by your spirit. This is what you wear. Leave it at wear. <laughs> Leave it at what you wear. Leave it at what you wear. You are washed. Live washed. It's who you are already. Live it. Live like what you are around. You have been washed. So don't give us any excuse. I'm a man. My mommy did so and so. Shut up. You have been washed. They broke my heart. They did also to me. And I became so so and so. Shut up your mouth. You have been washed. Sanctified, purified. Nobody can wash you like Christ. He washed you well. There is no better soap than the blood of Christ. Guess what? He didn't only wash you. He made you a new creation. He killed the sin nature. Killed it. Buried it. Because the only way that man could live is by having a new nature without the sin nature. So he made you a new creation. You are new. You are new. New, living the God life. Brand new. Not Tokumbo. Not, not from abroad. <laughs> not UK used. He made you a brand new species. Brand new. So there is no sin in your nature. So you have to now learn to live out this nature by first recognizing that you don't have to live in sin. You have passed it. Says you have skipped from death to life. You jumped from death to life. You are now in life. You are now in life. When you know these things, sin becomes to you. You are too busy enjoying the life of fornicating. Who has time? When I can be healing the sick. <laughs> when you understand the life, sin becomes too small for you. You are too busy enjoying the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. So we live by knowing this. So how do we get saved? By believing, not by doing. Romans 1, 6, Romans 1, 16 and 17. We believe by, we get saved by believing. Romans 1, 6 and 16 and 17. Quickly. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We are almost there. So the sinner becomes a saint by believing. Not by doing, by believing first. When you believe, you accept the life of Christ. You become a saint. They can begin to do what saints do. Help me quickly. Open your Bibles to Romans 1, 16, Romans 1, 16 and 17. Romans 1, 16 and 17. 1, 16, 17. One day in this church, there will be no window system, just marks. So we can have, so we can have peace. That's to help them to have the better life, life of Christ. Romans, Romans 1, 16 and 17. Are we there? Okay. It says, I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God. It's what? Power of God. For salvation for everyone who, who believes. Not everyone that does. If you could do, Lord would have done it. But because you cannot do, that's by believing. For everyone that believes, first for the Jew and then for the Gentiles. Please go on. 17. For in the gospel, righteousness from God is revealed. That is by faith from the beginning 
to the last. Just as it is written, the just, the righteous, will live by faith. So we are saved by believing. And we live on by believing. Why? You will do as you believe. Yeah. Glory to God. Romans 4, 6. Romans 4, 6. Your Bible, Romans 4, 6. Romans 4, 6. Quickly, Romans 4, 6. Romans 4, 6. Are we there? Someone should help me read. Okay, look at this. Okay, okay. David says the same thing. When it says of the sense of the man to whom God creates righteousness apart from works, a man that God gives righteousness, God gives it to you as in that righteousness, apart from what the person does. Blessed are those whose righteousness are forgiven, whose sins are covered. So, without whatever you did, you had dashed righteousness in Christ. You only just said yes. You only just said yes. But when everyone says, but you did so and so and so, but you do so and so, sir, I was given, at least I accepted it. But I still lie. No, you were given. So you still are. When you make the most stupid mistakes, you still are. When you know you are, those mistakes die. But first, no, you are. Stop feeling in and out. You are in. And God will not push you out. You can go by yourself. <laughs> but his gifts and callings are without repentance. He's not going to kick you out. So even the prodigal son. The prodigal son. You know he was first in. Abi? Then he went out. But he came back in. Not really because he was sorry. Because he was hungry. Yeah. Not, not, it was because he was, he was hungry. Now remembered that Omo likes better somewhere else. <laughs> so he came back. So while coming, the father ran to him. Ran to him. And gave him fresh clothes. And threw a party for him. They killed the biggest animal. A, that's, that's, that's the love of Christ. So he is not kicking you out. Glory to God. Awesome. Bibles to Romans 3.21 and 28. 3.21. Romans 3.21. Romans 3.21. Are we, are we learning? Are we getting blessed? Are we learning? Are we getting blessed, please? Very important. What? Romans 3.21. So, a man is saved by faith alone. Not by works. Says, but now righteousness from God, apart from the law, has been made known. 22. Righteousness from God that comes through faith in Christ Jesus to all who believe. There is no difference. So we are all saved by faith in Christ alone. We are saved by faith in Christ alone. Finally, Romans 10. Romans 10. Yeah, thank you. From verse 4. Look at this. For Christ is the end of the law. So there are righteousness for everyone that believes Christ is the end. The full stop of the law. So that when you believe you are saved without the law, Christ is the end. Not the post. The fulfillment, the end of the law. So for you, the law has ended. You have packed it up. So they are declared Righteous by believing alone. Please go on. Go to verse 10. For it is with your heart that you believe the gospel. You believe it. And with your mouth that you confess and you are saved. That, 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 that faith works. You believe in your heart. Then you confess with your mouth and you are saved. That's all. That's all. You believe the gospel. And you just say, yes, I received the gospel. You are saved. Without doing anything else. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. 8 to 10. Ephesians 2, 8 to 10. Ephesians 2, 8 to 10. Are we, are we really learning today? It's very important. Ephesians 2, 8 to 10. 
Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Bible says Ephesians 2. We have Bibles back. Ephesians 2. Okay, from verse 8, backtrack. For it is by grace that you have been saved. Grace, charity, we gave, we gave you. <laughs> True faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is what? The gift of God. Please go on. Not by works. So that no man can boast. Not even the Pope. He cannot boast it. We gave him. Glory to God. Verse 10. For we are God's workmanship. Brand new people. Created in Christ just to do good works. So we are recreated. So that we can now begin to do good works. Hallelujah. So I am now. So I can do. This is the gospel. This is what you, this is what you believe. This is what saves you. So tell that sinner, Christ paid the price for your sin. Just accept him as you are. So he'll say, just come as you are. Don't change yet. Just come. Receive the life. The life changes you. Amen. Amen. Let's get enough it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the gospel. Oh, thank you for the gospel. Thank you for the gospel. Thank, thank you for this amazing grace. Thank you for the gospel. Thank you for the gospel. Thank you for the life in Christ. Thank you for the life in Christ. Thank you. All eyes closed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Is there anybody here? All eyes closed. All eyes closed. Usher, close your eyes for now. <laughs> all eyes closed. Amen. In fact, all eyes, all eyes open. It's not a shameful thing. Open your eyes. It's not, we're not, we're not, it's not shame. <laughs> it's not shameful. We are giving you the best life, the best life available. So it's not something too high to give you. <laughs> no, I, I, no, it's the best thing can happen to anybody. The best thing can happen to anybody is to receive Christ. So there's no need to open the eyes. Let the eyes be shining like this. Glory to God. So a- anybody here, you want to accept Christ. You want to accept Christ into your life. You want to receive this, this, this life, this God kind of life. You want to see, you want to walk in holiness. You want to be dead to sin. Put up your hand. Anybody here? Put up your hand. Quickly, quickly, quickly. There's no shame in this. Quickly. Anybody here? Anybody? 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 So we are all saints here. Glory to God. Anybody here? Anybody here? I, I need, I need, I need, I need, I need songs. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> I need you. Just thank for saving me. Just give me thanks. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for your amazing love. Thank you. Thank you for the price you paid. Thank you for eternal life. Thank you. Just give him thanks. Just give him thanks. Just give him thanks. Glory to God. Just give him thanks. Give him thanks. Oh, give him worship. Just give him thanks. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for the price you paid. Come on, I can't hear us praying. Thank you for the price you paid. Thank you for the life in Christ. Thank you because I'm a new man in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, everything is now new. I'm new in Christ. I'm brand new. I'm a brand new Christian. I'm a brand new man. Old things have passed away. Everything is brand new. Give him thanks. Oh, give him worship. Just give him worship. Thank him. Ask him for grace, for, 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 for boldness to teach the word this gospel. To take this gospel to the streets, to, 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 to social media, to your offices, to your schools, to your business, to let people know this gospel. For boldness, for utterance, to win souls, for utterance, for boldness, for, 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 for passion. We ask for boldness, for utterance, for energy, for, for, for faith, for grace, to, to take gospel to the world, to preach on the road, in the bus, <laughs> in the plane, <laughs> whatever, to show the world this gospel, to show the world this gospel, utterance, 
utterance, utterance. Let us tell the Yakosate. Utterance, utterance. Let Paradiash de Josa. Utterance. Oh, thank you. Karabash de Riosa. Oh, thank you. Finally, we'll do something. God says this month is a month of rejoicing and joy. So we're going to rejoice. We have to practice it. Amen. So he says, rejoice in this month. He says, let the earth rejoice. By rejoicing in the spirit, you will laugh in tongues. You will laugh in the spirit. This is why. <laughs> awesome. Now, in Acts 2, from 1 to 18, the little girls came down. And they were laughing like mad people. As in, they were doing all sort of madness. There was madness level joy. Amen. Amen. Again, there was madness level joy. So, one of the fruits of the Spirit is joy. They're just happy. Why are you happy? I don't know. I'm just happy. But so you are broke. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just joyful. Why are you, what, what is making you joyful? I don't know, but there is something within me, Kabbalah Shati. I'm just, I'm just joyful. I'm just joyful. Why? Christ in me. <laughs> My hope of glory. I'm just joyful. I'm just, I have the Holy Ghost. I'm just joyful. I have the life of God. I'm just joyful. I have the Holy Ghost. I have God in me. God himself is in me. God himself is in me. So because he lives, I can face tomorrow. No fear in life. No fear of death. No fear in life. No fear of death. Why? I have the life of God. I have the life of God. Rejoice. I have the life of God. My tomorrow is blessed. My tomorrow is blessed. My tomorrow is blessed. My tomorrow is blessed. Come on. My tomorrow is blessed. My tomorrow is blessed. I am blessed. Oh, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. I am so blessed. Come on, rejoice. I'm glad. Rejoice. Rejoice. As you do, doors open for you. As you do, doors open. As you do, that call comes. As you do, that business comes to you. Rejoice. As you rejoice, that body is healed. Rejoice. 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 Oh, shout for joy. Rejoice. Come on, rejoice. Oh, rejoice. Rejoice. Again, I say, rejoice. Again, I say, rejoice. Again, I say, rejoice. Again, I say, rejoice. Shout for victory. Shout for victory. Come on, shout. Woo! Rejoice. Rejoice! Come on, rejoice! Rejoice! Shout! Jump! Come on, rejoice! 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 Again, I say, rejoice! 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 Woo! Hallelujah! So he says, Rejoice! Oh, barren woman! Why? For much more. Are the sons of the buried men that don't have the child before. So when you rejoice, your lack becomes prosperity. It says, for much more. Much more. So even though before you had no child, rejoice, they are coming. You have no money. Come on, rejoice, it's coming. No job, rejoice, it is coming. No boyfriend, rejoice, it is coming. Glory. Woo! Come on, rejoice. Oh, rejoice. Oh, rejoice. Oh, rejoice. Rejoice. Why? Joy is a show of faith. Joy is a show of your faith that God loves you. He's going to care for you. He's going to take care of you. He will take care of you. So you rejoice knowing that my father cares for me. He can fix me. He can heal me. He can provide for me. I have a father. A real sure dad that is always there. Always there for me. He never leaves me stranded. He always comes for me. He always comes true at every point. He comes true for me. Amen. So you rejoice. Ephesians 5. Oh, we're going to rejoice. Ephesians 5 from verse 15. Ephesians 5 from verse 15. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory. It says, Be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, 
making us of every opportunity because these are evil. This, that's 17, important. Therefore, don't be foolish. Uh-huh. Understand what the will of the Lord is. Look at this, 18. Don't be drunk on wine. That leads to debauchery. But instead, what? Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Be filled till you are drunk with the Holy Ghost. Be filled till you act like you are drunk, like a madman. Feel the Holy Ghost. This is the will of God for you. That you are filled till you are drunk with the Holy Ghost. He says, speak to another. In Psalms, in hymns, and songs of the Holy Ghost. Singing and making noise in your heart. You are singing and making noise in your heart to the Lord. So even though you don't feel good, even though there's no money, oh Lord, you are so good, ha! Lord, you are so kind, oh you are so awesome, you are so faithful, you are singing, making us in your heart of love, oh bless you, oh God, bless you, oh God, bless you, oh God, bless you, oh God, come on, rejoice, woo, rejoice, rejoice. Rejoice, sing and make melody in your heart of love. Sing and make songs in your heart of the love. Sing and make songs in your heart of the love. In Psalms, in hymns, in Holy Ghost. Come on, rejoice. 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 20 says, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. Everything. It looks bad. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, because you always make a way for me. It looks bleak, it looks dark. Ha! Oh, thank you. Because you always come true. Ah! You always come true. Your last 1K. Thank you, because I have a whole 1K. Woo! You always come true. You always come true. You always come true. You always come true. This is how the man of faith lives. By thanksgiving and joy. So you are always in a state of joy. Woo! Always in a state of joy. You are broke, joy. Sick, joy. Angry, joy. The joy changes the game. The joy brings in the Holy Ghost. The joy brings in the power of the Spirit. So rejoice. Again, rejoice. Rejoice. As you do, you get a supply of the Holy Ghost. Get a fresh infilling. A fresh infilling. Impartation of prophecy. Impartation of prophecy. Impartation. Impartation. As you rejoice, it's an impartation of joy, of the gift of spirit, of, of prophecy, of healing. Oh, rejoice. As you do so, you are getting a fresh supply of the Holy Ghost. Rejoice. 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 Oh, rejoice. Hallelujah. We'll do something. You'll actually laugh. You will laugh. No, as in, no, you laugh now. Not, no, you laugh now. Red air back. Ha ha ha. Glory to God. Ha ha ha. Laugh. Force the joy out. Ha 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 ha. Woo! Come on. Ha 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 ha. Yes. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Come on, laugh. Ha 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 ha. Oh, glory. Ha ha ha. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Woo. Thank you for listening to this message. We are very sure you're edified. If you would love to partner with our ministry in giving, please visit our website at www.thisgreenchurch.org and click on the giving link. God bless you.